Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Dina. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am very happy to be talking to you, as always. Doing good. That is so sweet. I'm happy to be talking to you. I just got back from a trip to Oswego, New York, a place everyone wants to visit. Yeah, it's a real highlight on the American tourism website. (laughs) Yes, it is. But our friend Catalina is a professor there and she is leaving and I figured, let me go to Oswego. It'll be probably the last time I ever go up there because there's no reason to go up there. My highlight, I will say, was eating Little Caesars for the first time. Right. Yeah. Our, Our friend Catalina has been very specifically documenting her neighbors who seemingly eat a dozen Little Caesars pizzas every week. Their trash is just Little Caesars boxes. So it's become the thing that all of her friends ask now when they go to Oswego is like, we got to go to this famous Little Caesars. Was this your first time having Little Caesars? It was my first time because you know I have such an allegiance to Domino's. I, like, I why Domino's, would I ever right. have li- Little Caesars? Same. So it was on my radar because of Catalina and her neighbors. And we went there and we got a Batman calzone. It was a pizza calzone shaped as a Batman. And we got some pizza. I will say it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't good, and Domino's is definitely better. That's yeah. my that's my assessment. Yeah, it, you you took photos of it and videos, and it lo- it definitely looked like I would eat it. Like it looked good. Yeah, there was edible. one thing though. So the pizza looked fine. You at one point said you were eating crazy bread, but oh, it yeah. looked like just a limp gross yeah. breaded chicken finger. Like it looked <laughs> so disgusting. That was probably the way I was eating it, but the bread was just bread with like Parmesan cheese and you could dip it in sauce. That was, it was not good. I mean, again, it wasn't bad. What bread is bad? Bread is just, you know, an amazing thing. I don't know. That bread looked bad. Well, it wasn't a chicken figure. It looked like it wasn't even cooked. Like it looked like raw dough coated in like raw breadcrumbs. (laughs) It It was cooked, I can assure you that. Okay. Another highlight was going to Harriet Tubman's house where she lived. We had a lot of highbrow, lowbrow moments of this trip in Oswego. I feel like the Harriet Tubman house was the only highbrow moment. What other highbrow moments (laughs) were there? That's true. (laughs) Um, We went bowling and also... Mm. We watched this great show on HBO Max called Starstruck, or was it yeah. Starstruck or Stardust? Starstruck. Yeah, I had watched the first few episodes of it. It was pretty delightful. Amazing show. It's a recommendation for sure. I was wondering if any of those actors were on TikTok. I don't think they are, but they're on Instagram. I now follow them all on Instagram. Mm. Well, speaking of stars, should we transition into the next hottest topic of the day? absolutely what did you think of the oscars dina i think they were just you know 
normal. I compare them to the year that James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted, you know. <laughs> a train wreck. <laughs> An absolute train wreck. No, the, the year that James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted really, truly was the demise of, like, society as a whole. <laughs> But yeah, this this is this was a bit different. This was more entertaining. Yeah, dramatic, I, mean, I should say. Dramatic, yeah. I wasn't watching because yeah, I think after the James Franco and Hathaway year, I just turned a blind eye. I no longer wanted to be a part of whatever the Oscars was doing. We were watching Hawkeye, which I really like. I've gotten into Marvel shows lately. Um, love that show. And we just weren't even watching. It, w- it wasn't even something we were going to do. And then I started getting calls and texts. I also had just told a bunch of people that I read Will Smith's autobiography. And I had been telling people all these little stories about Will Smith that I had learned over the past few weeks. So there was so many people who specifically thought of me when the incident <laughs> occurred and immediately called me. My brother sent me a Twitter immediately of like the uncensored version. Yes. So I was able to watch it and I was just like stunned. So, so stunned. And yeah. Well, I love how you are uniquely situated to speak about this topic because you did just read Will Smith's autobiography or memoir, whatever it is. And you have met Chris Rock. So very close to both subjects, I'd say. I'm, a, I'm very close, definitely. I have inside information. But yeah, my take is, is that, I mean, my brother's a stand-up comedian, your brother's a stand-up comedian. Immediately, I think of their sure. safety. So yeah. I think my brother has been attacked on stage once. But if this is the sort of thing that normalizes that, that's not okay. So that's my stance. It's like, it's not okay to go up on stage and hit someone. Yeah, and it's really funny. Obviously, there's been a million takes on this, and TikTok is no exception. My entire TikTok is pretty much just different perspectives on what happened. So it's it's almost like a TikTok trend where like it's like the what we spoke about last week, the Chelsea Hart and Modern Modern Warrior. Warrior, Everybody blows it out now to be looking at it from. Every the race angle. lens from the gender yeah. lens like the hair ev- lens everything. yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway my tiktok has been flooding with all of this stuff i wrote a whole diatribe to our group chat saying here's my thoughts on the matter yeah because i i read will smith's book and i understand <laughs> i understand his mentality and why this triggered him but he also like, was a comedian, and, like, he's often made jokes at other people's expense, and I I would think he would maybe have more understanding of the situation, and obviously, he also had issues in the book where he did learn not to be violent, like, he was, he, he went to violence as a kid in certain situations that then he learned from, and in the book, he was like, yeah, what the hell was I thinking, like, I would never do that now, so, at the, at the same time, I was like, okay, I can sort of understand why this triggered him, but I, it still felt, like, really crazy that he would just get up and do that at the Oscars. And, yeah, I met Chris Rock once at SNL, and he was so nice. Like, uh, you know, one of the handful of comedians I met at that place that I actually really liked. He was 
genuinely funny in real life. He went out of his way to, like, talk to me like a lowly crew person. He was, and, like, try to make me laugh. Like, he just was actually funny and sweet. And I guess, yeah, obviously our brothers are comedians. I have a soft spot when it comes to comedians. And I think sometimes they're just trying to make people laugh. And unfortunately, there are things that are said that can be hurtful to others. But I think it's important to realize that, like, maybe that wasn't his intention. Like, I think, I felt like as soon as he knew that he had actually hurt her feelings or disrespected them, he felt really bad. So, I don't know. We had said, hopefully this all ends at the red table and we can get conclusion from all of them. Speaking of the text message you sent, our friend Catalina said it best. She said, I wish I could print this out like a CVS receipt. Because it was just one long, like, dissertation on the topic. But I think your perspective is really interesting because you do see Chris as a nice guy and you just read Will Smith's book. And, yeah, you're very close personal friends with both of them. Yeah, my close personal friends. And I, I did think for a minute, I was like, should I post this to TikTok? And then it was like, I go to TikTok and everyone's mm-hmm. posting their thoughts. And I just actually was like, no, Too much. <laughs> like, I don't, I really don't want to contribute to this. Like, it's one yeah. thing to chat about with my friends in the moment, but it does sort of already feel like it's getting tired. And like, I just didn't even want to contribute more to it. I agree. The other crazy thing this year about the Oscars is that they invited a bunch of TikTok stars so, like, Teffy was there, and oh, she was yeah. reporting live from the Oscars. Remy Bader was there. Straw Hat Goofy was there. Reese, who's in the film industry, Reese with cameras, he was invited to. So I saw all of these TikTok people on the red carpet, and then they're TikToking live from the Oscars. So it does make it, TikTok has made the Oscars more relevant, and obviously... Twitter, I mean, blew up too, but I think TikTok took it in like, as we always say, like one billion different directions and it has a life of its own on TikTok with everyone's hot takes. So yeah. Yeah. It was weird too, because from what I was seeing of it when it was actually live, because then we started watching and we saw him win the Oscar, which was crazy. It felt to me like in that in the bubble of Oscars and Hollywood and like celebrities that are just on a different planet they all applauded him you know Mm -hmm. like it was a it was a weird vibe where everybody was like consoling Will and applauding him and then I took to social media and at least the accounts I follow on Twitter on Instagram on TikTok were really condemning Will. Right, it's so and interesting. That, yeah. yeah, that was a really interesting dichotomy of, it literally felt like there was just a bubble around the Oscars of people not really in touch with <laughs> reality or like with society at large and how a lot of the outside world interprets things. I think that's interesting, too, because I think your bubble and my bubble specifically, too, was on one side condemning violence. But there were a lot of people and, you know, I get that there can be many things true about one thing that also it was not a good joke. You shouldn't, you know, make fun of people with health conditions. But um, also he was protecting his wife. So people were standing up for, you know, you should protect your wife. In my opinion, that shouldn't 
you shouldn't violently do anything to protect your wife. If I had a husband, I would not want my husband to stand up for me in a way where he would punch or hit someone. I'd be oh like, that's wrong. But, yeah. you know. I, I learned a lot, too. Like, this is what always happens with these TikTok takes. Like, you end up learning a lot about how other people view things and what their yeah. experiences bring to different circumstances. And I saw a lot of people talking about having been in abusive relationships mm-hmm. and how that line of, like, love makes you do crazy things, like, that is something that abusive partners often use as an excuse for why mm-hmm. they're violent. And that really resonated with me. Like, I I think, yeah, whatever my initial thoughts were, they ended up being really colored by actually different people on TikTok and their experiences. And it has been really interesting to open that up and just hear from different people how they how they felt yes if i was going to do a take on tiktok it would be people will smith actually should have punched even though i don't condone violence should have punched james franco should have punched harvey weinstein oh my god roman polanski there's a list of like sexual predators that should have been punched back in the day that have not aged well exactly Um, that would be my take that was sort of how I felt, too. I was like, I'm just really sad this happened to Chris Rock. Yeah. I think he's actually, like, a sweet guy. And, yeah, that's rare in Hollywood. All right. Now we'll move on to we have a lot of song trends today. And the first we're going to start with is obviously people on TikTok moved so fast and made really great remixes to the audio of the Chris Rock Will Smith exchange. The first is by Sunset Bros Audio. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow. That's a hilarious one and also a great beat. This next one comes from at OJC.OLI. E.I. Jane. OJC. These are just great songs. I've been seeing people post saying, like, I can imagine this playing at a club, like, for the next six months. I think that'd be actually hilarious if I heard this out at a party. Oh, definitely if I hear this at a club because I'm going, you know, we're going to clubs. When we club, yeah. Yeah, when we club. Well, (laughs) Melissa, you're, you're coming to New York in like a week, so, you know. We got to try out the clubs, see if they're oh using this, these audios. I hope you don't bring me to a club. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, don't worry. <laughs> the next audio is by one of our favorite TikTokers who was on the podcast, Davis Burleson. He has this amazing account and an amazing TikTok show called What's Poppin'. And his audio blew up. Here it is. Who's your celebrity doppelganger? I have never been told I have one. Really? No. You don't think you look like any celebrity? No. Hi, Andy. Who does she look like? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. I don't have the boobs for that. (laughs) I don't know if I see Scarlett Johansson. Such a fun trend. You sort of, it, it leads itself on. People can then start to use the audio to talk about who 
they have been compared to, who they look like. So there's just been a lot of funny people posting who people think they look like, and it's always weirdly accurate once the reveal comes. So this is just a super fun trend to scroll through all the videos and have fun with. Yeah, Kate Hudson did it too. So she used the trend with a filter and obviously she morphs into herself because she's her own doppelganger. She's a celebrity. But I love how Kate Hudson's great on social media. She just makes fun of herself. Yeah. Who's our celebrity doppelgangers? I was literally just thinking that about you. And the first thing that came to mind for you was Meryl Streep. I think you look like (gasps) Meryl Streep. Oh my god. Thank you. Do you get, does anyone ever tell you, like, you look like so-and-so? Do you get any of that? No. There was once, like, an America's Next Top Model, and there was, like, like, back in, like, 2010, and people had said I looked like her. And then I looked at her, and I was like, oh, we actually do sort of look alike. Like, our eyes and nose are similar. Um, but I don't know. I don't even know her name. <laughs> but that's like the only time people have ever said I looked like somebody. Otherwise, no. But damn, I'll take Meryl. Um, yeah, Meryl. You yeah. You look like a young Meryl. Obviously, not like Meryl now. I would take any version of any, Meryl. Any Meryl. I do get a overwhelming amount of that. I look like Janet from The Good Place. Her name. Oh, is... Oh yeah. Darcy Carden, yeah. And it's interesting because when I started posting TikToks, a lot of my comments on TikTok were like, has anyone told you you look like Janet from The Good Place? Or has anyone told you you look like Darcy Carden? So I was like, wow, okay, this is definitely my celebrity doppelganger because I've gotten it multiple times. That's the thing, going viral on TikTok, I feel like you'll immediately know who your doppelganger are. That's (laughs) always like the first thing I see in the comments is people being like, you look like this person. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This next trend, there's a sweet song that plays over it. And then the prompt is sort of like, why didn't you call 911 when you first got into an accident? So the song plays over and in the original one by at A-N-G-E-1-A-3-3, she posts this beautiful song and posts about how when she got in a car accident, she called her parents first instead of 911. And then she shows this video of her parents like dropping everything and running to her when they heard she got in an accident. So it's very sweet showing just like, you know, how much her parents cared about her. Then the other takes on it have been obviously more of a facetious take on it. Um, I saw one by at underscore kick it Kenny underscore nine. It's brutal, but she goes, she types the question, why didn't you call 911? And then she reveals a photo of her hanging from a telephone pole. Obviously, she's okay. She made it out okay. But (laughs) she was, like, thrown from the car and was hanging on a pole. And she was like, I couldn't reach my phone. Um, (laughs) I was too high. And she was literally too high. She was on the telephone pole. Wow. It's a very funny take. Wow. I'm glad she's okay. 
Good I God. saw this trend come up because our friend Alina's sister, Shayna, posted a video. She was recently in a car accident, and so she did the trend, and it was like, why didn't you call 911? Why did you call your parents first? And she, thank God she called her parents because it forced her to get out of the car and talk to her mom. As she was talking near her mom, her car, like, blew up, basically. <gasps> so it pretty much saved her life. So that was so sweet. And then I clicked on the audio, and I was like, oh, wow, a lot of people did this. There's another funny one by at Macy Isabella, and the question is, why didn't you call 911? And she reveals it's because she got hit by a cop car, so she hit 911, so she didn't need to call them. The next audio I found very weird to come up on my For You page because I'm not really, like, on the dancing side of TikTok, but it's such a weird dance and weird audio. It's called My Name Is, and it's by D Billions. And I looked into this, and D Billions is some kid show. I don't know. I think it's on YouTube. So they have a lot of songs. Uh, and basically, it's a really, really catchy song. And people have been doing really funny dances to them. And, like, and they introduce themselves. It's usually like four people sitting on a couch. My name is Chicky. Chicky, Chicky, Chicky. After listening to this for a bit, I was like, is this like a Wiggles type of thing? Like, it definitely feels like a kid's TV show type of thing. And it's funny because, yeah, it's just like the TikTokers have taken it and made a TikTok dance out of it. And there's a lot of people doing great dances with it. And they'll, like, use edit features to speed it up. And it just looks really cool. Um, So it's just a cool trending TikTok dance to a weird song sort of the the classic tiktok equation yeah you're right it's not just a tiktok dance it is required editing because it's like sped up and slowed down at certain points and it goes like perfectly to the music this next trend uses this funny sort of middle school for us at least seeming emo song And then it uses a filter called scene makeup and people basically prompt themselves saying what I thought I looked like in middle school versus how I actually looked. So the filter shows them with that scene. It was like what they called emo type of kids back in the the early 2000s. So it's like heavy eye makeup, like cheek piercings, stuff like that. And so they, so people use it to show their face now and they look really pretty, you know, they've got this dark hair and cool makeup with the filter, but then they cut to a picture of them as like a, you know, 12 year old and they always just look like, like a little kid, you know, like trying, yeah, trying to look to cool. Be emo. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. 
Could you have been an emo kid in middle school, Melissa? No, I remember learning my friend Jamie, her little sister. I wouldn't say she was really like emo or sceney. Maybe she thought she was, but she. I remember she had to explain to me what scene meant. And she was like, are you seen? And I was like, well, I don't know what that means. And then... <laughs> And then she, at one point, she was like, are you straight edge? And I just responded like, no, I'm a jagged edge. And I didn't know what it meant. Um, But then she had to explain to me what straight edge meant. And I was like, okay, I probably am straight edge then. I never heard what, I never heard scene. I know we'd always, there'd be like emo was very popular or like gothic, but like scene I never heard. Yeah, that was why. Yeah, I had I had heard of it, and she explained it to me. I, it was just sort of like an offshoot of emo. I frankly, I don't even know really what made it different, but it's in the same general family. Yeah, most of these videos are funny because the people like when you're younger, if you're trying to be emo, like you're not, you don't have all the resources to use because you're not shopping for yourself. So a lot of it just looks like very shoddy, like costumes that these people put on and actually wore to school. Yeah. It's always an easy, funny trend is pulling up like nostalgia from our past. Oh, always, always a good one. It is. Speaking of nostalgia, this next one is a quote from Legally Blonde. Me? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Elle Woods, and this is Breezer Woods, and we're both Gemini vegetarians. I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising from CULA, and I was a Zeta Lambda Nu sweetheart, president of my sorority Delta Nu, and last year I was homecoming queen. Oh, two weeks ago, I saw Cameron Diaz at Fred Siegel, and I talked her out of buying this truly heinous Angora sweater. Whoever said orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed. Melissa, I realize that this is basically you. You're a you're a Gemini. Yeah, it makes so much sense now that I understand astrology that me and Elvis yeah. are both Geminis. Yeah. <laughs> Although she does have a lot more energy. I'm more like Elle Woods after she breaks up with Warner and she just lays in her bed (laughs) eating chocolate. That's like the Gemini version I am. Um, But you know what's so funny about this monologue? I literally learned this in middle school. Like I remember with my DVD, I kept rewinding and I memorized every single word to this. Like this was pre-TikTok. I just thought this was like a valuable thing for me to do was to learn this exact monologue. I was ahead of my time. Let's hear it on Too Old for TikTok. You gotta do it. I, d- I don't remember all of it now. Oh, come on. I, d- I really, I, my brain has gone. I mean, if you asked me to recite like an NSYNC song, I could, but this one didn't <laughs> stick in there for whatever reason. But I remember like as a child, like pausing the DVD so I could memorize this monologue, little did I know. Yeah, I wish I had remembered it. It would be useful for my TikTok right now. It's never too late. You could still do a TikTok about it. Yeah, I like this. People are using it in a funny way to show like POV, like me introducing myself on the first day of work. And there's been some funny ones. One I related to was by at later.com. And she posted like me introducing myself as social media manager to our engineers and I felt very similar to that like when I worked in customer support and would introduce myself to engineers like 
you're here, this bubbly, like communicative person who's like, my job is to write and market and communicate. And then these engineers are just like, why are you talking to us? Um, so it, it actually felt very similar to like Elle Woods and her study group at Harvard, seemingly out of place. Yeah, Melissa, in your old job, you would have to talk to engineers a lot. How was that for you? Well, honestly, it was a huge confidence boost because (laughs) they were like, they would just stare at me like, oh my God. Like, I remember a bunch of them were like, wow, you wrote this email? And I was like, (laughs) yeah. And they're like, this is such a good email. Like, how do you write like that? And I love engineers. It's not a knock at them at all. I think it just, it actually felt really good to realize that I do have a skill and a talent in something that is valuable. And like, I don't know, it was nice for engineers to recognize like, wow, Melissa, you're really good at talking to people and like writing things. And it was the first time I'd ever heard that because, you know, I mean, you work in entertainment and I used to, and it was always just taken for granted. Of course, everyone can write. Of course, everyone can communicate. And so you don't realize that it's like a valuable skill. So it was it's actually been great for my self-confidence working with engineer types. Wow, I need to find me some engineers to work with. I'm in the wrong industry. I need a a confidence boost. All right, my next career. I mean, yeah, highly recommend working in tech. (laughs) That's a different podcast. Yeah, that's a different, that'll be our careers podcast. We could go on and on for ages. Right. But we are nearing the end to this episode. There's one prank that's been going around that I'll mention where it's on Instagram too, where people pretend that they're taking a boomerang, but it's really just a video. So people are just repeating an action, like clinking glasses. And it's just really funny to actually watch people think they're doing a boomerang. Yeah, I really liked one from at Brianna Joy underscore fitness. Her partner was so patient and just kept going along with the joke happy to you know he kept is there anything I should do different you know why aren't we getting the shot like he was just (laughs) all in it with her and the comments on the video and in my own head were like if this were my boyfriend like he would have left long ago (laughs) um I mean I can barely even get Jared to like pose for a selfie once let alone like multiple times yeah this is a very patient patient person she's with she should appreciate him i do want you to try it with jared just try it see see what'll happen he'll run away like it's the definition of poking the bear like jared already (laughs) hates any camera things I can tell you right now, he would get genuinely angry. He's also an Aries, if we go back to the astrology of it. Like, he has such a temper. And oh. yeah, this would not play well. can already tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll end by saying happy birthday to Jared, because it was his birthday this week. Oh, very sweet. Yes, my little Aries. <laughs> All right, that's episode 91. We're almost at 100, which is insane. Uh, well, oh, thanks for goodness. listening. And as always, please visit our blog, tooldfortiktok.com, the number two, the number four. Find us on Instagram and on TikTok and share the podcast with some friends. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you next week. <laughs>